Hey, Kaden. Yes, mommy. It's time for the She's About Business show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley Hubbard is my girl from Mississippi. She's a writer, speaker, mentor, and she's also the creator and host of the Shades of Strong podcast. Shirley is educated in the human services and counseling field, and rightfully so because she spent most of her adult life working in the nonprofit sector, mentoring and providing emotional healing and support for young girls and women who were at risk. Shirley is driven by the strong desire to see all women given a fair chance in a world that often seeks to silence them because of gender, race, and economic standing, among other things. Shirley is committed to having discussions that will create a space for women to be and feel whatever shade of strong is real for them in any given moment without judgment, without stereotypes, without masks, without scorn or ridicule. And she has definitely created a platform where that happens with the Shades of Strong podcast. In addition to consistently producing great podcast content, Shirley also facilitates healing workshops and retreats that also provide the safe space where everyday conversations can be had by way of her conversations with Sister Circle. Please welcome the savvy mogul who is definitely making moves, my sis, Miss Shirley Hubbard. Hey, Cheryl, I'm so happy to have you on. Welcome to the She's About Business show. Hey, girl, hey, girl, what's up? (laughs) I'm so honored. I love your podcast. I have already told everybody um, a little bit about you. So we are all so happy to have you on the show. And, um, you know, like I said, being that I've already kind of read your bio and everything, I just wanted us to get a little deeper down to the core of why, what you do and who do you serve? Because your podcast is so strong and your topics are so you know, just just some deep, deep um, topics that you have on your podcast. So what is the core of why you do that? And, you know, who do you feel like you serve? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let me see. So Shades of Strong is created by a strong black woman, which is me, for strong black women. And I created that podcast Primarily because I struggle with a lot of being air quote strong. And so my goal behind it is to rewrite the narrative because people are at this point in their lives where, oh, I don't want to be strong anymore. I'm not a strong black woman. I am just a woman. And it is my belief. And I believe with everything in me that women are, don't want to not be strong. They just don't want other people to tell them what being strong is and so the whole the goal of the podcast is to get women to to a place in their lives where they have the courage to just to define what strong means for them individually so that they can be comfortable being whatever shade of strong they are in any given moment whether that be um 
ang- angry. I- I'm going to say angry because we get that a lot, angry black woman. Right. But at the end of the day, you have a right to express anger without it being some horrible label placed on you because it, everybody else walking around here can be angry and, they, and they're deemed passionate. But when a black woman you know, vocally expresses how she's feeling and maybe she doesn't do it in a way that someone else would do it, then she's immediately you know, labeled this horrible, angry like black woman. So even if, any, even if your emotion at that time or you're strong at that time, is angry, then my goal is to help women, help black women to feel comfortable in expressing that, to honor all of their emotions, no matter what that is. We walk around with this superwoman cape, S on our our chest, trying to be everything to everybody. And you don't have to be that. It's okay for you to have a moment where you're not okay. And so that's my goal with Shades of Strong, to help black women honor the totality of who they are. Every, every emotion honor that you don't have to be superwoman you don't have to have an s on your chest whatever strong is for you in that moment you can be that for instance my strong today is i need a glass of wine <laughs> my strong needs a glass of wine because i need to unwind and that doesn't make me any less of a woman it doesn't make me any less of a black woman because i'm not feeling at my best today. You understand what I'm saying? I do, and I love that. And I know um, when I came on your amazing podcast, Shades of Strong, I we talked, we kind of talked about that a little bit. And the thing that, like, as I was listening to you, I just wanted to just be quiet and kind of soak in what you were saying. And it gave me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I actually teared up a little bit because you and I and, and many of the people listening know that women of all races can be strong, right? And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, anyone could listen to your podcast and get something from it. But we know that a lot of the whole thing about the strong Black woman came from slavery. And, and Absolutely. Those Black women who were able to bear um, more of the work and more of, you know, the, the abuse but a lot of that came from, you know, the black woman who was able to bear a lot of the burden, the abuse, the the work um, as slaves. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the fact that we are often labeled as strong, it, it can be a good and a bad thing. Sometimes it comes out as, oh, she's strong, so let me put more on her. Oh, she's strong, so she can deal with the abuse. She can deal with right, the abuse. right. And and people in our own race now treat us that way. So um, I think it's great, you know, what you're doing and just changing that narrative and and saying, hey, I can be a strong black woman, but it does not mean that I'm willing to accept any type of treatment from you. Exactly. Abuse your, you know, all of the things that the world tries to put on us. We can say, hey. I'm strong, and me telling you that I'm not going to put up with that doesn't make me any less strong. Doesn't make me any less strong, exactly. Because being strong is 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 not a, a bad thing. There's there's right. absolutely nothing wrong with that. But the world has has treated it, and this is how I look at it. You can you can either look at it as a badge of honor or a burden. For me, it's a badge of honor because my ancestors fought and died for my right to be strong. But like you said, that is that still does not give anyone else permission 
to dump their stuff on me. And when I say anyone else, I mean your, I mean your children, I mean your mom, I mean your aunt, your niece. It doesn't give anyone permission to tell you what strong should look like for you. You as an individual have to decide what that is. I love that. And so it, it makes it really, really, um, you know, even more amazing to me, like how you came up with the name Shades of Strong, because it's like we're, we're so many different shades, not only in our, our skin, but also in the way that we demonstrate mm-hmm. our, our strength. So I'm like, oh, I get that. I love it. <laughs> yes, girl, that was a God thing. I just got to tell you, that was such, I can remember being in, in my bedroom, Daithia, and I was just standing in there and I was trying to decide because God has this huge calling on my life. And I was and I was really burdened by the calling at that time. But then from nowhere, because I, I didn't know how to do it. And then out of nowhere, it was just like something dropped in my spirit. And I said, you know what? I want to create a podcast for strong black women to redefine what that looks like. And, I, and I'm being completely honest with you, girl. I have no idea where that came from it was just like it dropped in my spirit and from that moment on I started working on it but before it became Shades of Strong it was Get Naked Live because Hmm. we um I wanted to talk about you know embracing our emotional nakedness well clearly that ain't what God had wanted it to be (laughs) because after I had released a few episodes with Get Naked Live I started getting these inboxes on Facebook oh, yeah. from, from, from black men saying, you know, not, some of them weren't even black, but anyway, um, man seeking naked black woman. And so I was like, oh, no, that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> and so I, God answer. The God answer was shaking. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so what I did, I took a little break from the podcast because I'm like, I need to regroup. I need to, you know, reconnect with God and see, because I know he told, he told me to launch this podcast, but maybe this is not the, this is not the name. And so I, I, I just took a break, like right in the middle of, of a season, I took a break because I was so frustrated today because the messages were just coming in so frequently. And so I took a break and just went in prayer and like, God, what is your plan for this podcast? And when I tell you, girl, he laid it out so clear, like the podcast is just a is just a launching pad for the entire movement that God is birthing in me. And so I am super excited about all the things that are going to come down the pipeline as a result of launching this podcast. I'm excited, too. And. The next question, um, we kind of, kind of, we kind of went into a little bit of it already, but I still want to ask you to go in a little bit deeper. So I'm gonna go ahead and go on to the second question, okay? Okay. I'm so excited! Like I have so much that I want to get out of you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the second question is: It's been said that over 90% of people have some kind of entrepreneurial dream or idea, but only about 14% take the leap and take the chance. How did you become who you are today as an entrepreneur? How did you get this far with the podcast and everything that you're doing? And were you always confident that it would be a success? So you and I kind of have talked about this on a personal level before, but you know, how did you decide to actually like take the leap and say, hey, you know, once you came back and you took a break from the podcast and you came up with a new name, like what made you just take the leap and just do it? From the very beginning, um, <laughs> it 
it was it was just pushing past fear. I was horribly terrified to do it. I was working on a job in the nonprofit world and I remember for two we were going through a really rough time financially in, in that nonprofit. And for two months God was saying, Leave, leave. It's time, it's time. And I was like, No, God, it ain't time yet. I I can't do it. You know, I got this, I got that. I don't have a I don't have a um what's the word a safety net. I don't have that. I still have two kids. One, you know, had two kids that were still in high school at the time. And so February came around daycare, Daithia, and I went to work. It was payday, and we didn't get paid. Wow. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe we did. Like, I'm just, like, up in a roar. Not that I really needed the paycheck. I, I would have been fine without the check that day. But the fact that we didn't get paid, like, it pissed me off. Like, I was just like, I can't believe it, that this has happened. And God just kept saying, I told you to leave. I'm like, hold up, God. <laughs> I'm not doing that right now. Anyway, the long and short of it is, when May rolled around of 2016, I believe, when May of 2016 rolled around, we were the, the nonprofit was still, you know, in in a bad place. Like, we honestly did not know when payday came around if we were going to get paid. And so God just kept dropping in my spirit is time it's 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 not faith if you're still in the boat he just kept saying that to me and i was like oh my gosh and so i can remember in may it was may 15th check and i said god i said if you let me get paid just one more time i promise you i'm gonna do what you told me to do it was payday may 15th and i walked in the office didn't know if i was gonna get paid this time i desperately needed the check and I was just like, God, please just let me get paid. So we got paid. It was around lunchtime. I'm riding down the highway, got my check, going to the bank. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and deposit this check. I'm going to pay this bill. I'm going to pay this bill. And God said, okay, you got paid. Now what? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and so I went and deposited my check. I went to my mom's house. And I was, t- I was telling her about, you know, everything that God was speaking to me. And she, and she says, and she taught, she said, Shirley, you have this fear on you. She said, you're afraid not to do it and you're afraid to do it. And she said, I'm going to tell you right now that disobedience is going to be harder on you than staying in that job. And so when I went back to work, I typed in my, my letter of resignation and I just did it. I turned it in and May 30th was my last day on that job. And I can remember waking up that morning. I was so excited. I was like, yeah, I did it. I did it. I did it. And then, girl, let me just tell you, I started to lose everything that I did. I mean, and God had told me when he told me to leave the job, he told me, he said, you, you are going to lose everything, but I'm going to restore it. <sighs> and when I tell you I lost everything, I lost everything. And in the beginning, I was excited about losing it because I was like, okay, God promised me he was going to restore. So the morning, the morning I got up and I hadn't paid, I hadn't paid my car, my car note in months. And I knew my car was going to be repossessed. I knew it. So I got up that morning, I looked out the window and my car was gone. And I was like, yes, it's happening. Wow. I was excited about my, cause I, I, okay, I'm losing stuff. God said I was going to lose it. It's all going to be restored. 
you know, he like I'm, I was I was prepared to lose that car, but girl, when my when my house started to go to foreclosure, I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, God, no, this is not what you promised me, and so I was kicking and screaming against everything in me. I ended up losing my house, but slowly but surely, God is restoring everything yeah. that you know, that, that I lost and I'm excited about it. Now that's no, I'm not in a brand new house, but God is restoring and I'm excited about what he's doing. But I went kicking and screaming and I still kick and scream sometimes. Don't get me wrong. I still kick and scream. I'm like, God, this is not what you promised me. This is not what you showed me. And he reminds me, it's not going to look the way you think it should. I'm going to do this my way. You have to surrender. And the thing that I've struggled with the absolute most is surrendering to his plans for my life. And because I I kicked and screamed and I, and sometimes I continue to kick and scream, it takes me longer to get where he's trying to take me. That's right. And so now I'm, I'm kind of, I'm finally relaxing into his plans for my life. But even in that, there are still days where I question if I heard him correctly, if it, it was his voice that I heard. But somehow, even in the midst of all that questioning, he reminds me it was me. Be obedient. Surrender. I got you. So, yeah, I took the leap out of out of fear. Like, I walked head, head dead on into fear. I did that. And I went kicking and screaming. But I'm still here. I'm still here and I'm going to do what he's called me to do no matter what. And some days are harder than others, but I keep pushing. Some days I cry myself to sleep because the money doesn't come in consistently, but I'm still here. We have a place to live. We haven't missed a meal. We're good. And I think, I think sometimes, you know, we have to be reminded that we can't have you know, God's plan without his process, you know? Oh, yes, girl, that part. But we don't really want to go to through the process. And we look online and we look at everybody else's story and it looks like a fairy tale and it looks mm-hmm. perfect. And, and, and the truth is, is that it probably wasn't, but people only share the good stuff, right? And exactly. so I really applaud you for, for sharing that and being honest because, you know, for most people out there listening, you know, they're going to, it's not going to be a fairy tale. It's not. But what it is whole, not a fairy tale. And the whole purpose of what I'm doing, what you're doing, you know, why, why I'm even having other people on the show is to get, you know, other people's stories so that other people will know, hey, this road to being a savvy mogul making moves, it's not always easy. It definitely is not me. Um, it has not been easy. You and I have a lot in common with that. You know, I kind of went at it kicking and screaming too, like, hey, God, this is not what you said it was going to be. But again, we want the plan, but not always the process. So the process. I think it's about just understanding that, you know, hey, his will is always going to end up better. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that we lose are things that we got into, we got involved, we purchased without his permission anyway. I mean, if we feel about that Mm -hmm. and that's the thing. And and, I mean, that's, that's hard to accept in the, in the moment when you're going through that, but it's really, really honest because now I'm trying to take more 
notice of how I communicate with God before I make decisions and just kind of getting in the mindset of doing that. It's very hard, but it made me realize that I was doing so many things before without even talking to him about Mm -hmm. it. You know, without even seeking his will, without even getting quiet to see which way he wanted me to do, I was doing things on my own. So, right. so when when you get to the restoration, you can rest assured that it's all him, and that's that's going to be the best. You know, like oh yes, awesome stuff. When you get the the restoration, when you get the new stuff, it's going to be all God. So it's going to be even better. So <laughs> even better. You're absolutely right, but. But like you said, we, we, we want the plan, but we don't want the process. But I'm, I'm learning to relax into the process. Yes. Well, thank you so much again for sharing that so honestly. That's going to really bless a lot of people. So now here comes the really, really fun part, because now I'm going to actually pull a question out of my trusty hat over here. going to be. You don't know what it's going to be, but let's see. All right. Let me see. Oh, this is a good one. You're going to, this. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this one. All right. So for the first time in history, Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss Universe are all Black women. It's an amazing time to be a woman of any race. What is the most important thing that you feel we should be teaching young girls today? My message, how to honor the totality of who you are. And I think that was um, that was exemplified in who was the last one that won? Um, oh my gosh! Um, was it Miss Universe? But was it? I think it was Miss Universe. But anyway, she wore her natural hair. Yeah. And for me to see that lady standing on stage in her natural hair would not we would you know, weave not down her back, that she was honoring the totality of who she was. And so if I had a message for our young people today is to honor the totality of who you are. Don't let other people discourage you from standing in your units. You are who you were created to be and don't let people shame you into saying, Oh, I don't like, I don't like the color of my skin. I don't like the shape of my nose. I don't like the texture of my hair. Stand in your uniqueness and do not apologize for that. And that is what she did. Yeah. And I love it. So yeah, stand in your uniqueness. Honor all of who God created you to be from the crown of your head to the bottom of your feet. I don't like everything about my body i'm not in love with every part of my body but i honor it because this is who god created me to be yeah and i think that um again that's something that all you know all young people all young girls can um can just learn from because it doesn't matter whether you're black white you know orange yellow whatever right Mm -hmm. Being yourself, as long as you have love for other people and you're not out here being a racist or you're not, you know, be who you are, you know, who you are, love who you were created. And also along with that comes loving other people the way that God made them. Exactly. So when you see someone wearing their natural hair, you don't look down on them and say, oh, why does she, you know, why didn't she straighten her hair? You know, that is her hair. Like, you know, like just let everybody 
be who they were created to be. And exactly. Beautiful. I love that. All right. So let me get another question out here. They're going too fast. We need to slow down. <laughs> All right. So this is a great one. I love this one. So what is your legacy and why is it important? And to whom is it important? Number one, it's important to God. <laughs> Number two, it's important to me because I want to leave a legacy for my girls. One that is filled with wholeness, healing and happiness. And I want my girls to know. And I know when I leave that for my girls, I'm leaving it from, for girls from generation to come. And so I, I want them to know what it feels like to be whole, healed, and happy. And I want every woman to know what it feels like to be whole, healed, and happy. And in order for me to show them, then I got to do that myself. And so I have to take some time to heal the broken pieces in me. And so that's what I've been working on. I've been working on dealing with the stuff that we're afraid to talk about. Um, see how I pause? <laughs> because I really don't want to talk about it. But I, I've had to deal with child molestation and, you know, attempted rape and and so I am still healing from those things, even though it happened years ago, I'm still healing from it. And so in order for me to leave a legacy of, 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 of wholeness, healing and happiness, then I got to deal with the stuff that's going on, going on in me. And so I, I, I do me first. And even while I'm doing me, I'm doing other people, helping them to get to a place, yeah. place of healing. Even, even with my children, my daughter, was molested by her dad and so I'm always encouraging her to see therapy you know because she you know she's not comfortable talking about it and and so yeah that, that's the legacy I want to leave, leave behind I want to hold this illness and healing illness is that a word healing <laughs> and happiness that that's the legacy that I want to leave behind but it all starts with me well, I love that. And, and this is why that's so important. Um, I know one of the challenges for me um, with doing, you know, this, this whole topic of savvy moguls making moves is that I didn't want to, I didn't want people to, to come looking for something that we couldn't provide, you know, because when you sweet right. that, you know, you may have people who are looking for like entrepreneurial tips and things like that. But for me as a spiritual coach and just as a minister, what I have realized as I'm trying to, you know, in my, in my coaching work, help other people build their businesses and, and, you know, grow them and create their platforms. What I have learned is that a lot of the trouble that people have is not because of a lack of know-how or, you know, they don't know what to do for their business because all of that stuff can be found. Like there's a coach everywhere you look, right? There, you know, we have access to so much information, but a lot of the thing, the things that are holding people back from actually being entrepreneurs, from being whomever they want to be, is because of the things that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. People are broken. So many people have experienced things with that they that they have not healed from. So many people have been, you know, hurt in various ways, abused, whatever. 
and the world says, hey, just build a bridge and get over it. You know, right. you can't. You ha- it takes time. You have to do the work to get over those things. And then you can step into your purpose and your destiny. So that is why, you know, what you said is so important. Leaving that legacy of being, you know, healed and happy and whole. That's so important because if we could teach people that, hey, if you don't do that work, it's going to manifest in everything that you do. So your business, everything. Yeah, your business is never going to be what it could be if you do not get yourself right. You may have some temporary success, but it's going to come out. So I think that's really amazing. And I would really honestly say that that's one of the biggest lessons that I could tell any person out there who wants to be an entrepreneur or who wants to get to the next level in their career, even if they're working a nine to five, whatever it is, if you want to be a better parent, if you want to be a better wife, a better friend, get yourself healed. Absolutely. Get yourself happy, become whole and everything else will fall into place. So I think that's amazing. That's, that's really good that you said that. Um, As always, you always impress me with, you know, you're just so passionate about what you do. And that's one of the things I really love about you. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. This is the last question that I get to pull out of my hat. (laughs) All right, let's see. Oh, okay. Look, I didn't want it to be this one, but it's this one. So I just kind of threw this one in here just for fun. And you're actually the first person that I pulled this one on. Um, Okay. But the question is, what's one question you would like to ask me? So it's just, it's kind of, it was supposed to be fun because it's going to turn it around. But now I'm like, oh, dang it. I don't want to Okay. Ah. What's one question I would like to ask that Ethia? I love the way you say my name, by the way. You say it so perfectly. Really? You do. And not everybody can say it. So I'm like, always say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again, girl. Say it again. All right, Daisy. <laughs> One question I would like to to ask you is a question that I that has been asked to me and I struggle with answering it. And that is <laughs> I was actually interviewing this lady, um, a couple of days ago for my podcast and we were talking about, you know, people are always talking about black girl magic, the angry black woman, all this, but what about black girl happiness and what does being happy mean? So that's my question to you today. Daithia. What does it mean to be happy? And I don't, I don't want to hear about, Oh, to go on this trip and all that. Like, but like, like really what does happiness mean to Daithia? Wow. That's a that's a great question. I'm I'm like I'm gonna get her when I when we get off of here. <laughs> Look, it took me for a loop, so I, because I really had to sit in it because and I honestly struggled with answering it. So yeah, let me see what you got. Okay, so happiness to me, um, honestly, oh goodness, this is a good question. Look, I may have to add this into the the question. And so yeah, throw it in there because I think everybody needs to sit with that and really. No, because for for me, maybe it'll help you answer. Is like like for so long, our lives have revolved around our children, our jobs, you know, whatever. But when you when you're home alone and the house is empty and there's just silence, like what does happiness look like for you? Oh wow! Okay, all right. So 
I think that I think that this question is so great because, like you said, it makes you actually have to sit there and figure it out. And the first thing that initially came to my mind is like, if my kids are happy, but that's actually not true because my kids are happy, right? Right. Like, right. But it doesn't always mean that I'm I'm happy. So um, I would say for me, happiness would be um, being in a place where I can, because I'm such a I love people and I love to like love hard, but I don't always feel safe um, in doing that because, you know, I've been hurt so much. Mm -hmm. So I would say happiness for me would be two parts. It would be um, one being in a position where I could love and be loved freely. Like everybody around me that was somebody that I trusted everybody around me is somebody that I know has my back. And so I'm free to have their back and I can just love them and we can enjoy each other. And, you know, my circle would be tight. I don't have to worry about betrayal, um, things like that. Cause that's something that's really huge for me. Um, mm-hmm. and I think the second part of it would be, I would be able to know for certain that I'm doing God's will and actually walking out my purpose, and I would be able to do so um, and have stability in my life, you know? So, like, have the financial stability, the um, just stability emotionally, like, just be where everything is cool, and I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And maybe that's a fairy tale. I don't know if that's even ever going to be possible, but I think, um, because I feel like I would be able to do my work the work that I'm called to do, like at a hundred percent. And I think right now, because I have so many responsibilities, um, I'm doing it at about maybe 60%, mm-hmm. you know, but if I could really like, just not have to worry about finances, not have to worry about, you know, like all of my other responsibilities as a counselor, you know, if I could just go, I, I, I mean, I would just be so happy if I could just travel the world and mm, yes, girl, full time and actually be ministering to people and, and, you know, just loving on people and, and having people around me that I really trust and that I know who love me as much as I love them. Um, and, you know, I think it goes to, you know, if anything happens to me, knowing that my children are okay, because the people around them are going to take care of them, you know, so things like that. It's, it's really for me connected to the people around me and what I do. If right. I know that was a long answer, but did it make sense? Oh, it makes sense. Yes. If I, if I were to, if I were to sum your answer up in one word, I would say happiness for you is love. That's true. And, and, and not just, not just love for yourself, but love for people. Yes. If I had to sum it up in one word. Absolutely. Thank you, Shirley. That was beautiful. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Listen, <laughs> I'm kind of breaking a rule here. Okay. Now that, because we're down to our last question, but I have to get that same, you know, question from you. And you have had time to kind of set with it in practice. So what, what does happiness mean to you? For me, it's peace. If I had to sum it up in one word, it's absolute peace. Mm-hmm. I want to like in the mornings when I wake up, I want to rise in a place of peace and not have to worry about what the day holds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like to be able to rest in God's promises mm-hmm. and to be at peace, no matter what, what my circumstances are to just wake up in a peaceful place. That's beautiful. Absolutely. 
I love that. Woo! This is so good. We're gonna have to do this again because I'm yes, yes, yes. Question. And that is, what's next for you and your business? And how can my listeners connect with you? What's next? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, we are, we have just, well, didn't just end. We ended season two of Shades of Strong in November. And so we are currently on a break, but we are preparing for season three which will launch in March of 2020. But you can still listen to all the previous episodes at shadesofstrong.com. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Pop, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, just about anywhere you can you can listen to podcasts. You can listen to Shades of Strong. Just search Shades of Strong. But um, for season three, again, we'll be launching in March of 2020. Can you believe it's going to be 2020? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Not yes. a new year, but a new decade. A new decade, yes. And so we'll launch, and then we'll also be launching a sister circle, which we are calling Conversations with Sis, where we will come together and we will process life. And um, we haven't completely worked out the details for that, but I know we'll be meeting virtually once a month. I have details about that on our website at shadesofstrong.com. And we will also be incorporating um, healing workshops with Shades of Strong because, again, in order to live a life that's whole and happy, then you got to heal the broken pieces in you. And so in the past, we've just kind of been bringing our listeners to a place of awareness and leaving them there. And God's like, nah, can't do that. You got to give them something to help and give them some action steps. So we are actually going to be incorporating some healing workshops and retreats and things of that sort. So we have a lot of exciting things coming down the pipeline. So if you want to stay in the loop, um, go to shadesofstrong.com. You can sign up for our email list. And we're going to be, you know, more deliberate and diligent in getting emails out because yeah. <laughs> I struggle with that as well. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Alive. This is like this entrepreneur thing, like people, like Daithia said, and you know, before, like this thing is it, not easy and it's not for the faint of, of heart. Mm-hmm. Like it takes, it takes consistency. It takes being deliberate and in, in your efforts and it takes obedience. And sometimes you, you just don't feel like it mm-hmm. and you have to like really, really push. So, you know, you out there on social media, you listening, you looking at these people. Oh, I made six figures in, in, in two nights and, and all of that. And I'm not saying that they didn't, but that is not what entrepreneurship is about. It's a, it's, I mean, it's a lot of sleepless nights is on, on your face before God consistently try, you know, getting answers and seeking, seeking his face and what direction I need to go in. So I don't even know how I got off on that. But yeah. <laughs> I have no idea why I went there. But yeah. So yeah, shadesofstrong.com. You can follow us on Instagram with Shades of Strong across all platforms. So yeah, hit us up. Yes. I'm I'm really hoping that they will. I hope they will um start tuning in to the show because it's really, really excellent. Some of the discussions and conversations conversations that you guys have are really really needed in in the community and a lot of people try to avoid them so yes the fact that you actually take those on so cheryl 
oh my gosh, I'm just so proud of you. I'm so happy that you were on the show. Finally, we've been trying to get together to do this. I know. Look, it's been what, like, I want to say it's been at least three to five months that we've been trying to get our schedule synchronized to uh, for me to be here. But I'm, I'm definitely happy that we finally, you know, came together and, and did this. It's been a really great time. It really has. And you did not disappoint. Um, you really have blessed me and you blessed my listeners, I know. So thank you so much for being on the show. And maybe even when I'm done with this, because I'm only doing this, um, season three is going to be a little bit shorter for me um, because I'm going to, you know, get back to doing it the, the, the old way. This is a little bit harder for me just because I'm, I'm more of a just get up and do it type of person. So to have right. Think schedules and try to, you know, get with the other women and stuff. It's a little bit harder, but that's why I wanted to do it because I wanted to show that even when it's, you know, a sacrifice or it's hard, we should still network and connect and absolutely you know, get together because powerful things happen when we come together as women. So um, I'm going to be doing this on a limited basis, but still, maybe because you and I were planning to do it anyway, maybe you can come back before your show picks back up um, in 2020 because there's so many more things that I want to ask you. And I know that a lot of other listeners, a lot of the listeners are going to be saying they want to hear more from you. So um, we need to, you know, kind of figure that out. And maybe I can come back on Shades of Strong as well. You know, you are always welcome. I have told you that. Just be like, girl, listen, when y'all recording, I'm going to be there. And yeah, you know, Girl, because that was like one of our, when you came on Dietia, for y'all who have not listened, y'all can definitely check it out. I think it's episode five of season two. But anyway, Dietia came on there and she took us to church. And <laughs> it was so good because we were talking about mental health in the black community. And we were talking about, you know, some of the things that, um, you know, the church has led us to believe as far as mental health goes. So. Yes, girl, you definitely have to come back on. You know, you're always welcome. We have so much to talk about. And we have all we have also talked about partnering together to do some other stuff. So we definitely need to get busy with it. I know we both have crazy schedules, but hopefully mm-hmm. we can pull these things together and do what we have worked on. And Daithia like to get up early in the morning. I'm, I'm not that girl. Mm-mm. All right. I got her up early this morning, guys. I got to say and I got to <laughs> keep the hour behind me. So it's yeah. Yes. Hour. <laughs> Shit, if you want to get up and, and, and hop on the phone at 7 30 in the morning, I'd be like, girl. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you so much for being on today and getting up a little earlier. And we really appreciate you. I love you. And thank you so much for blessing my listeners. Thank you, girl. Thank you so much for having me. All right. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye-bye, guys. The She's About Business show is directed and hosted by Daithia Garns, digital editing by Will Rice at Pro Voice Gas Studios, and copyright by She's About Business, Inc. Thanks so much for listening to the She's About Business show. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Also, if you think I'm doing a great job or you enjoy an episode, leave a review, rating, or comment. I love to hear from you. And don't forget to visit she'saboutbusiness.com for amazing blog articles, events, and services. Love you guys. Let's be about business.